Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started Today, right now. I named this episode Pain, Pain, Go Away. Because I have to say, that's what we wish, isn't it? When it's really bad, we have trouble doing anything in our lives. It has a way of holding us back. It distracts us and changes our priority. Because to be honest, when you have pain, you can't focus on anything except basically the pain and how you wish it would end. Our goals, our ideas for the future, they, they all get put on hold when pain shows up. Until it can be handled or eliminated totally, it's just really hard. So pain, yeah, it limits us in a big way. You can't really live a limitless life when you're in the middle of pain because it pulls you down and it lowers your vibration. It makes you just really oh, unhappy, right? <laughs> it's not the time you're going to be happy when you have pain. Today, it's going to be all about physical pain. Emotional pain is also huge, but it's not going to be about that today. My question for you is, do you, or maybe someone you love, do they have pain? I mean, everybody does at one point or another. Sometimes it's short-lived, it's a little headache, or it's you stub your toe, or you might have maybe a lot more pain more often, longer. So what type do you have? Do you have headache, maybe neck pain, feet ankles, minor knees most of the time. Maybe you have hips or lower back. I'm going to preface this whole show with I am not a medical person. But like most people, I've had my share of pain and I've watched those around me deal with it from the minor aches and pains to acute to chronic pain. And I've seen how hard it is for people to deal with it and how it can totally change our lives in not such a good way. And there are a lot of specific things that we can do to help ourselves. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit about the type of physical pain that we have, how it can impact the quality of our lives, and maybe even make things really awful, not just slightly impacted. I'm going to give you some options on what you can try or do to help you relieve pain. And then I'm going to have, for the rest of the hour, pretty much a guest. His name is Russell Pate, and he's from The Shoe Doctor. He's going to talk about orthotics and how helping your feet can help other parts of your body and help eliminate pain, not only in your feet, but your knees, your ankles, your hips, your lower back, all of that bottom half of your body, especially. He's a fascinating man, so it should be a really good hour. I'm going to start right now with the two different types of pain, chronic and acute. Acute pain is when your body is healing itself. It might take five minutes, or it could take a day or two if you've done just a paper cut. It hurts when you do it, and then the next day it feels worse, it seems like. Whether it's anything from broken bones to sprains, 
bigger cuts that aren't really huge, kidney stones, anything that impacts your life and your body for the short term. But it does impact you, right? I mean, a migraine that's there may take a short time. And as long as you don't have a chronic thing where you get migraines all the time, it's going to debilitate you for maybe even a whole day or two, depending on the kind of pain you have. I know I just banged my little toe on a hand weight that was not where it was supposed to be and it didn't move, but my toe got all crunched up and got purple and blew up. And I didn't break it, I don't think, but I couldn't put it in a shoe for a couple of days. That kind of pain is distracting, but it's not life-threatening or anything, but it's something that is not pleasant and it's something we need to work through somehow. But chronic pain is more like it's usually more than three months is what I've seen on, on the websites. The most common things are arthritis. And if you have chronic migraines that come back, but especially arthritis, which is something that so many people have. And pain over the long haul can impact not only your physical body, but your emotions, your mental health. And you can learn to live with it. But then when the pain flares up, like when my knee flares up or something, then you get sidetracked again. And it's hard to have that quality of life when that keeps happening to you. When you have pain or you know someone who does, realize that there's a lot of different parts of their lives that are impacted. So if you're dealing with someone and you don't have pain, this is a good learning lesson for you. Because I never used to have pain and I didn't get what the problem was for people who were in it. I didn't have a lot of compassion beyond the first five minutes because it's like, so get over it, <laughs> take a pill. So you need to know that really difficult pain can impact not only make you hard to think so you can't concentrate, but your memory might get impaired. You might not be able to do your job because, like I said, you can't concentrate. Your productivity might come down. You might have more sick time that you have to use. And pain can definitely keep us from getting a good night's sleep either falling asleep or it might wake us up in the middle of the night. If you've ever had a leg cramp, oh my God, it will wake you up in the middle of the night. Or if I actually have feet rather than my calves, but if you have a leg cramp, watch out. It's really, it'll wake you up. Also, pain can impact your eating. You might do more or you might do less, usually less, but some people, they get emotional eating and they'll, that's a whole nother show. So watch your eating if you're in pain. Realize that it can stop your participation in activities. I mean, you can't do sports sometimes. As you know, sporting people that, that are like Major League Baseball and stuff, if they injure themselves, they have to stop going. You might not be able to work out. I know when my knee goes out, I can't go dancing. I can't take dance classes or do anything like that. And even mobility in general can be impacted, like climbing stairs. Social interactions may decrease because they may feel lonely or isolated when your pain is up. And you might get emotional pain that's connected to the physical pain. Stress can be super high. And obviously, because pain does not make you happy, you can get depressed. You can get cranky and you might snap at people. And it's not fun to be around people who are in pain all the time. Your relationships can suffer. Realizing if you're the person with pain that it's hard for the person who doesn't have pain to understand what you're going through. And if you're the person who doesn't have pain, realize that they can't really think of anything but the pain. So you need to have a little more compassion, a little more patience with someone who's going through that. And I understand that sometimes we have to cancel things like vacations, plans that we want to do that maybe we've been waiting on for ages. 
we might have to even have, we might have trouble even having sex or doing other things that we want to do because the pain is too intense. And pain, honestly, is exhausting. And as my mom used to say, pain is a pain. And I know she used to have back spasms because her back was so bad and she'd have to cancel everything when it came up. So I lived with that growing up. And I knew she was in pain because she was one that didn't say much when she was a little more abrupt, but she wasn't mean. But then I'd see her in the over in the room where it has the wall um, where she would like leaning on the outside of the wall and going up and down with her back, trying to push something back in shape again. I was used to dealing with something like that. So I've seen person pain a lot. I know when you have pain, if it's bad, you're willing to kind of bargain with the devil and, and try just about anything just to make it feel better. And pain management, which they've come up with now, can be a combination of all sorts of things. I wanted to give you some ideas, some things you may have tried and some you might not. For Western medicine, how many of these have you tried? You might want to count these off. So most people have tried over-the-counter pain relief. Prescription, maybe if it's bad, pain relief. I know my mother had those and she also had muscle relaxers because she had to try and relax the muscle and to stop the spasming. If you're, you might have cortisone shots, would they have offered me for my knee, which I said, no, thank you. MRI, x-rays, you may need to just see what's going on. And then maybe you'll need physical therapy, especially if you're injured. Chiropractic. I know when my ribs were dislocated, I had no idea what it was. I didn't do anything. I didn't injure myself. And all of a sudden, over the space of two days, my rib cage hurt so bad it was excruciating and I couldn't even hardly walk. I, I even wasn't moving and it would go into a spasm of pain. And that was one thing chiropractic was fabulous at because within one, only one time I went to him and I was, it took about three or four days and it got better so fast. So you might want to try that. And of course there's surgery when all else fails if you need it, depending on what the problem is for the pain what the symptom is versus what the underlying cause is, which is what you need to look at. The other natural choices are things like ice packs, heating pads, and I'm just going to run through some of these a little faster. Obviously, you can eat better if you're having issues with your digestion. And yes, you can even lose weight because the 20 pounds I lost made my knee feel a whole lot better because it wasn't dragging around the extra weight. Movement for what ails you, targeted stuff, Maybe you get it from the physical therapist, or maybe you just are working on things that you figured out yourself online, things that give you more flexibility and strengthen, maybe yoga or Pilates that will help you do that. You can try raising your vibration through meditation, which might shift some of that focus away. You can do biofeedback, which people haven't talked about for a while. We used to talk about it all the time. Some massage therapists and acupressure people are fabulous at really working the problem where the pain is. And then there's acupuncture, which also is pretty good at getting right to that source. And sometimes it can alleviate it for good and sometimes just for some, a time frame, which is excellent when you have it all the time. You don't want pain all the time. There's also targeted supplements and herbals. There's glucosamine, turmeric for inflammation. I mean, there's a ton of that, and that could go on forever. Aromatherapy. You can try hypnosis if there's not an underlying cause and you don't know what the pain comes from. Hypnotherapy to get to the cause. You can join a pain support group to be nice to yourself and just give yourself better self-care practices to do what you love, get your mind off of it. 
And of course, there's energy healing work that you can try as well. And as a dancer, I'm going to give you something that I'm not sure if I made this up or not, but nobody I've ever heard of, including dancers, have heard of this before. So you're going to get in on something here. I do aspirin baths. Now, this is that cheap aspirin that's totally uncoated so that you don't take it internally so it doesn't hurt your stomach, but you throw them in in a nice warm to hot bath, bubble bath if you want, whatever you want. And if your muscles are shrieking at you or there's some sort of pain that you know isn't like caused from an appendicitis or something, it will help you the next day. You'll feel much looser and much easier. So that is a little hidden gem that most people I've talked to really don't know about. I am very honored to have as a guest today, Russell Pate, and I'd like to introduce you to him. For over 20 years, Russell Pate, as a certified pedorthist, has helped thousands of people with foot pain, balance, and alignment issues. He has brought his message of prevention to the public with his Healthy Feet educational program, and Russell and his company, The Shoe Doctor, have been featured in NBC, ABC, and CBS News Stories, and many radio shows. His common sense approach to preventing and discovering foot issues has captured the attention of people from all walks of life. Simple things regarding feet and shoes make a big difference over time. With his advanced training and state-of-the-art 3D foot scanner, foot issues can be discovered early before becoming major foot problems affecting one's mobility. The 3D scanner looks at the health of all three arches where most foot pains originate. I'd like to welcome Russell Pate to the show. Hi, Russell. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Carol. Thank you for that uh, generous and kind in- introduction. How did you become involved with this line of business? Well, it's an interesting story. It was actually, I was uh, originally wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon and uh, had some learning disabilities and wasn't able to get into medical school. And so I ended up going into medical sales. And then uh, a few years after that, my father was diagnosed with, with cancer. And he had uh, pancreatic cancer and lost his pancreas. And so he, he became instantly a diabetic. And with that, I mean, most people know uh, diabetics have trouble with their their eyes and their feet. And, you know, we started looking around for solutions to helping out with kind of his flat feet and sensitivity. And I kind of found this whole profession. And, then you know, the rest is kind of history. I love it. I love solving problems and seeing people, and it's just been going. It's been a great, great ride for twenty plus years. That's great. I'm really sorry to hear about your dad. Well, thank you. But he he lived a, a long, full, full life. It was originally diagnosed with it at forty six, and he actually, I mean, it actually ended up leaving to be almost eighty. Wow, that's great and very yeah. unusual. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it it is, and you know, and I toot my own horn a little bit with what I was able to do with his his feet and support his and keep him in the right shoes. He lived a very active life and was snow skiing until he was, you know, in his uh, mid sixties. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So, well, thank you though. But yeah, he. But it, you know, it did get me into this and I've always been big on solving problems just kind of naturally nature that way and so it, it got me into this whole field of pedorthics which most people don't even know what that what that is but it's, it's essentially what I do is help people that are more advanced than going you know have problems more advanced than going to a shoe store and they're not ready for surgery so it's kind of in that range those are the the kind of uh, patients that I that I help 
Well, and there's a lot of people that don't want surgery, even if they are supposedly ready, according to their doctor. So it's great to have another alternative. Yeah, it, it is. And a lot of the things that I, I look at is really, I, I don't know, I think it's probably appropriate for your, your audience, you know, to that Western medicine, quite often, they want to give us drugs, quite often the, the common solution. And I really think it's so important to look at the cause, the root cause of something instead of the, the symptom. So right. Yeah. And it, it's so often we know that, but yet we get treating the symptom. And, and the, the, the analogy I like to use is if you were having your warning light came on in your car, you wouldn't say, hey, turn out the warning light. Let's, obviously, that's fine that there's something deeper and, and a, a bigger problem. It's looking more globally on the body instead of specifically. Right. Instead of treating the symptom with a pill of some sort, which is what I know I've been offered from doctors before. Yeah, it really, it does. And and that's, and it's nothing against, you know, medical doctors. It's just, that's kind of their training is you come in, you say you, you have a, a pain and they give you a drug to take away the pain or mask the pain, but it's no different than turning, you know, turning the warning light off in a car because the underlying cause is still is still there, and I I just I think that's so important when we're looking at treating pain. That pain is really a sign that there's other things going on. Well, you said you started your business over 20 years ago. So how did you get started with it? It was you know helped my father. Mm-hmm. I ended up uh, realized like hey this would be something I'd like to do. I was in medical sales, um, very successful medical sales career, but I couldn't really see myself continuing to do that. I'd had a lot of training. I had actually even uh, at one time was had gone and got the prereqs to become a, become a nurse, and then I found this field. And so I had a lot of training. And so as far as the getting the, the actual training part of it and actually the doing this of it wasn't wasn't all that hard. But it's, there's also the business component that always happens to healthcare providers. And I, I made a very rookie mistake. I uh, thought, well, I'll go out since rent was so high. I was at the time I was living in Walnut Creek and I was thinking, oh, I'll uh, go over into Pittsburgh where the, where the rent's cheaper. That was a big mistake. A few years later, I actually ended up moving to Hawaii, and, and now it, I'm now I've, I've been in Dublin for for seven years. And Dublin seems to be very nicely centrally located for people in all different parts of the Bay Area. But I'll tell you, Carol, the the biggest challenge that I have really you know met is the lack of people not knowing about me and what I do. And that's why I really welcome your invitation to come on your show here and being able to tell people, uh, you know, and are people who know other people that are in the you know, situation that, you know, that I might be able to, to help with them. So that was kind of a, kind of a long answer and very multi, multi-layer there. But. And I totally get the fact that when you open an office far away from where most people are living, and especially back then, I know if our listeners are in China or something, they're not going to know where Pittsburgh is in the Bay Mm. Area in California, but it's more outlying area. And now there's more people that live there. But back then, there wasn't that many. Anybody who's going to a doctor or to anybody doesn't usually want to travel really far unless they have no choice. So if you're new, I understand that centrally located thing is a really good idea. Yeah. And it just, we, you know, we learn in whatever we do in life, you know, we kind of learn what, what needs to be and it's being convenient for people is 
But what I tell you what has has surprised me though, Carol, is that you know being in Dublin, I'm still I mean a ways from the Silicon Valley. I mean you know San Jose, I'm about 30 miles or so, which is not all that far, but in traffic it can be several you know an hour, hour and a half. But the appealing what I'm doing with the 3D 3D foot skin and the technology about 20% of my clientele actually comes from from the South Bay, and so it's kind of an interesting little. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So since, since this whole show is about pain and about how to deal with it and avoid it, why don't you go ahead and tell us about how you help people either avoid foot pain or adjust it or live with it or what you can do for people and how it works. Yeah. Well, thank you. So the one of my big overriding factors is looking at is keeping people active and doing the things that they enjoy. You know, We'd all love a, that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Pain keeps us from doing the things we want to do, but it's a much larger picture and staying active. And you really kind of fighting aging, you know, and so often we go and see medical doctors or other people are saying that, you know, hey, you're just getting older. I really dislike that answer. And I think we think most of us do. (laughs) Yeah, it's really not, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you just got to live with it. And and I, I think if you continue staying active and doing maintenance on yourself, you can live and stay live a very active, productive life for you know for many many years. And part of that is doing more and staying active. But it's really looking at the cause. I think it's so important to to be looking at the cause of what people do, and not looking at the at the symptoms. The symptoms can get so confusing, and so often, what I what I find is that people don't think maybe having knee pain or back pain or, you know, hip pain, and they, they end up going to different specialists and they're, they're focusing on those areas and not always, but I, I think it's, you also want to look at your, at your feet, just like you do with the, you know, the foundation of a, of a house, you're looking at foundation or let's say the the tires on your car, if your tires are out of alignment, it affects the, the whole car will, you know, will vibrate. And so it's being able to look at more broadly. And so you know, I, I hate to always, I, I do do healthy foot education. Um, that's one of the, my big things that I, you know, do is healthy foot education, but it's, it's broader being able to see how your, your feet can affect your knees, your hips, you know, your back, your back. And it's, for some people, it's a little bit of a further reach to be able to get there. But I, I've had so many different chiropractors refer to me, podiatrists, physical therapists, that find that if we get the feet imbalanced, other things that, you know, modes of therapy that you're doing will work so much more quickly because your feet won't be fighting in your body. Is that clear? Yes, definitely. And I know that you talk about the three arches of the feet and 3D scanning. And I was wondering if you could explain a little bit about it. I know it's hard. And I actually have seen Russell's PowerPoint presentation on the three arches of the feet. And I know it's hard to explain it over over the airwaves. But hopefully you can give us kind of a quick rundown on that and then how 3D scanning works. Because I have had this. And I have to say, it's really fascinating to see how it works. And why necessarily it's going to make a difference for your feet and your whole body. Sure. Yeah, it is. I'll take it slow and stop me anytime, Carol, if, if, if I'm not, if I'm going too fast, because I, I work with this all the time. I also do talk to people regularly on the phone. So the phone's not too much different. So, so many people 
don't realize that your foot is actually a tripod. So you have heel, big toe, little toe are kind of like the basis of the tripod. And with that, everyone kind of knows pretty commonly that there's an arch that goes from your heel to your big toe. I mean, everyone's kind of like, oh, you've got an, an arch. But there's also a second arch that goes from your big toe over to your little toe. And that's a, so that's the second arch. And the third arch is from your little toe back to your heel. And I call that the forgotten arch because very few people talk about it. Over-the-counter orthotics really don't address it. A lot of shoes don't really address it. And so there's, it's one of the more common misses when people come into my office that they're, they're having trouble with that, that little toe arch. Was that clear? Or was that any questions yes, about that? Yes, no, it makes total clear um, to me. So once you look at that on somebody or you're aware of it, then where does it go from there? Well, okay, so I do... So typically when someone comes in and sees me, it's about a 45 minute to, to an hour appointment. So you came in and, and we got chatting about a lot of other things, but it's, uh, that's kind of the, the nature of how it goes. But I usually spend the first 15 minutes of the appointment just talking about shoes. I have my patients bring their shoes in to look at the shape of their shoes, the size of the shoes, and then also looking at the proper port of the shoes, there's a, there's a huge trend these days that the shoes are getting softer and softer. And, and the, Carol, the analogy that I typically use is we know that if you're having back problems, you sleep on a, a firmer mattress with a little bit of a pillow top. And yet, if we start having foot, ankle, knee, hip, back problems, we typically wear softer shoes. And, and what ends up happening, it creates this trampoline effect, or like if you're standing on a, on a bed, you feel kind of unstable and unbalanced. And so shoes play a huge part of it. And, and I really want people to, to realize that, you know, even if they don't end up going to the next step of getting orthotics, how the shoes, you know, play a, a big part. So I want your audience to, you know, to understand that first part. So that's the, the first part of it. The second part is then we look at the, the three arches of their feet, and you've, you've been on my 3D scanner. And so the 3D scanner has 500 pegs that come up, you stand on, and I, and I do a standing and a sitting scan of each of your, your feet. Because what I have found in my 20 plus years of this is that people who have healthy feet, their standing and sitting scans are very very close. And what's that, well, why is that so is if you go from a sitting position or, you know, kind of non-weight bearing to then putting weight on it, if your arches and your feet are strong, nothing really changes. And so if that's true, then there's really your feet are healthy and you're a little bit like going to the dentist and you get x-rays if you, you know, of your teeth, if you don't have any cavities, you don't get fillings. And so, I mean, that's, that's a good thing, but you do want to continually get your teeth checked on a regular basis because sometimes, you know, you may not have cavities this year, but maybe next year you, you do. I really encourage people to treat your feet as good as you treat your, your teeth. And so with that, so I've kind of gotten sidetracked here, but so, so now 
So what, when you're looking at this 3D foot scan, we're doing the scans. We you can get these images that come that come up, and you can be able to tell with that. I can actually go through and discuss with you know with the the patient. This is how you are, and this is how how you could be. What I do with orthotics is so different uh, than, than what most practitioners approach it. Most people are still doing casting. Um, and so there's, that's kind of the old school style of making orthotics to, to improve your, you know, the balance and alignment of your feet is where you're putting a cast on the foot and then you make an orthotic or an arch support that goes in your shoe from that. What I'm using is computer technology. And I tell people, Carol, quite often that yeah, I'm sure if, if you, you personally, if you were going to write a letter you would use a computer, not a typewriter these days. True? Some people don't even know how to write anymore in script because they use computers only. Right, right. So so I think that's why the advantages of in computer technology and, and, you know, whether it's me or, you know, someone else, but that's kind of the minimum level, I think, that you want to engage with you're doing this and, and not using doing casting because it just, it's so old school. Um, you might as well and use employee technology. And when you have people and you actually make the orthotics for them and you call them back and they put them in their shoes, what kind of responses do you have about the pain that they had before? Yeah, good question. So it, it usually it takes me about seven to 10 days to for people to get their orthotics back. But when they come in, most people, they say that their, their feet feel lighter. They're, they don't have the pressure that they did and that they're, they're Problems have gone gone away, uh, or start diminishing. But it it takes time. It it's not um, it's not like taking a pill. It's not going to be instantly. So it, I usually t- tell people, it could take as much as a, you know as a week or two. It's a little bit kind of like anyone that's had braces on their teeth. When you first come in, they're a little bit tight, and they kind of comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how was it for you, Carol? Um, I'm used to dance shoes, so I have to say that they were more comfortable than dance shoes. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with some shoes, they were a little tighter than others because they're a little thicker than what I expected. So I did take the insoles out, like you told me, uh, right. that were built in. And then I put them in in some of the boots that I usually wear more boots than anything. And the right. other shoes, they were a lot more comfortable than mm-hmm. what I expected. I'm not sure yeah. everyone would have that, but I know that uh, it didn't take me long to get used to them at all, except in a couple of pairs. Yeah. It will vary from, from shoe to shoe. And, and I do make the different thicknesses. In an athletic shoe, you can put a little bit thicker one than you can in, like like you said, in boots and, and, other, okay. and other casual shoes. Okay. Well, let me ask you one more question. What are the top three things that you'd like to tell people to help them take action for their the pain or just their health of their feet? Right. Exactly. So the first thing I would say, and we touched on a little bit, is and this is even just more to feet, but you know, with your rest of your body, always look for the cause. Don't don't just get settled for looking at the symptoms. The second thing is to wear firmer shoes, like we talked a little bit about that. And also, you want to have the shape of your foot should match the shape of your shoe. It sounds very common sense, but a lot of times we we don't always go that direction. And so, if you have a wider foot, you need a wider shoe, obviously. And the last thing is I, I really would really encourage people to get their their uh, their feet checked, whether it's with me or someone else, you know, get a 3D foot scan to and treat your feet as well as you do your teeth. Thank you. Uh, I do want to uh, let everybody know that if 
there's a free ebook that you have available on your website. It's called The Three Things Doctors Don't Tell You About Your Feet. Sounds fascinating. Yeah, if you go to the website, I want to make sure I put that out there at www.theshoedoctor.biz and not .com. So it's .biz, B-I-Z. Right. Well, I also got, I wanted to give a special offer to your audience. So I wanted to give them, normally it's $49 to come in and see me. I'll give, they mentioned the show, they can get $20 off that. So I wanted to throw that out to your audience. And by either signing up for my newsletter, they'll get notification of that, or they can go to my Facebook page or my LinkedIn page and and get more information. Okay. And I'll have information on your Facebook and LinkedIn pages on the description under the show when you go there. So you'll be able to see that connection. So we don't have to say it and then people won't be ready. You can click right on there. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me, Russell. It's been a true pleasure to talk to you and for how people learn all about how your feet impact other parts of your body, especially when we don't think about those sorts of things. So thank you for being out there and educating people about it. You're welcome. Thank and you. And next time anybody's out in Dublin, California, or wants to come out to the Bay Area, by all means, look up Russell Pate. Thank you, Carol. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. And I just interviewed Russell Pate at The Shoe Doctor. He is from Dublin, California, and I didn't give you his contact information before, so I want to go ahead and give you his phone number, which he has okayed. He is at 925-820-0220. Let me give you that number again in case you didn't have any information handy. This number is, again, 925-820-0220, and his name is Russell Pate, P-A-T-E. He did give you that special offer. So just for mentioning the show, when you make your appointment, he will take $20 off of the 3D scan of your feet. I did do that myself. And I have to say that I went in because my knee pain had been intense last November. And I wanted to see if maybe trying this, because earlier I said, you'll try anything. And I was at that point going, I can't walk up my stairs anymore. And I live in a condominium and I have to climb the stairs to get in the house. I needed to be able to help that. And this was sort of a, well, I'm getting better. I'm adjusting. The chronic pain was lessening because it does that after a while. But it had never been so bad before, and I wanted to do something. So I thought, well, I met Russell through our Holistic Chamber of Commerce after I saw his presentation and try this. So I went ahead and I went in and I had the whole appointment that he explained And it was painless, first of all. It was interesting. It was informative. And the little pegboard thing that he has, the 3D scanner, the pictures were fascinating to see where you're walking. It shows that as well, which he didn't explain. And I wanted to see, and I kind of knew why certain parts of my foot hurt when I walk too much because of the ball on my foot hurts. And it's because all my pressure was there, which makes total sense because as a dancer, that's where I always would put my main weight. And it's where you kind of balance yourself. So I needed to walk differently. And getting these orthotics that I got from him really made a difference on my knee, which is not what I would have thought. I mean, it still hurts a little bit and it still pains me, but I couldn't wear shoes the last two days. And I've been wearing the orthotics maybe a month now. I couldn't wear shoes the last two days because I told you I banged my little toe. And so I couldn't wear shoes. And I could tell the difference by not wearing the orthotics for two days. My knee felt better. I know he's had people with lower back and hips as well. That sounds amazing to me that that would work. But this is just one idea. And it's something so out of the box for me. I wanted to share that with you. 
I won't go into more detail about the types of shoes and all those other things that he said because he's the expert. I just wanted to have him share his information with you. I do want to say, though, that we know our own bodies. So if you're going to a doctor to get the underlying cause of a pain, whether it's Western medicine or where you're going, and they say, here, take a pill or you're imagining things or that's not, there's nothing wrong, don't listen to them. Get another opinion. Because I have to tell you that we truly know our own bodies. We know what's normal for us. So don't listen to those people. Listen to yourself and then don't take them as God. Because doctors are wonderful people. They do the best they can, but they don't always go to the underlying cause. Make sure that you feel right with what you're hearing or you get proof of what they say. Don't jump straight for the surgery unless you feel it's right, if that's what they recommend. I knew I didn't want a cortisone shot for my knee. I wanted more natural things. But that's just me. You do what you feel is right for you because you need to be your own best advocate when you're talking to your doctor or to whoever you're talking to. And if you have unusual, severe, or consistent pain that's new, be loud. You don't let them. Make sure they listen to you. And then if you can't be your own best advocate, bring someone who will be for you. Because I know my mother had a problem at one point, and she was not being listened to. And so I went with her, and I told them what for. This is like, look, you will listen to her. This is pain that she's not used to. This is new. You need to help her. So they figured it out, and they listened to me because she was a little older, and they wouldn't listen to her. So by all means, bring your adult children, bring a spouse, bring somebody else if you need to, to do it. And get pain management together. If you have severe chronic pain or even pain that comes and goes, but it's chronic and it lasts, figure out what to do to help you, to help the pain is great. You can talk to people about the kind of things they do. You can take suggestions that I threw out there today. You can try all sorts of things. Find your own team of people at work best for you. Get a chiropractor that you have. Try him out. Try or her. Go to a masseuse. Have the doctor for whatever you need. Use meditation. Take classes. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do. And like I said before, if your doctor does not listen to you or doesn't help you, get a new doctor. You don't have to keep going to the same one. And if you try something for pain like glucosamine or something like that, I normally give it six to nine months before I try something new because it needs some time to work. These orthotics worked really fast, but normally anything internal, I give some time. If it doesn't feel right, then take, don't take it anymore. But if it's something all natural and it takes some time to work, don't be surprised if that's the case. I want to thank Russell Pate of The Shoe Doctor for being here today. And like I said, let me give you his phone number one more time. It is 925-820-0220. If you're in the Bay Area or you'll be visiting soon, he has that special offer. If you mention the show, he'll give you $20 off the 3D scan. And if you'd like a copy of his ebook, The Three Things Doctors Don't Tell You About Your Feet, you can go to his website at www.theshoedoctor.biz, not .com, .biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. Today's gonna be
You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be 